The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday presented by DraftKings. What does that mean? It means I'm going to talk about every single team, including your team, and let you know exactly where I think they stack up in the NFL at this point through four weeks, four ball games for every single team with week four officially in the books. I mentioned earlier, I'm looking for a good quote tweeter of the at Ross Tucker pod account to be the spread the word winner this week. Sponsor confirmation email winner. So many cool sponsors this week. The game time app is amazing. Sling masterworks. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Simply safe. And then the YouTube shout out, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Speaking of shout outs, how about Jason Wilson? He's our latest patron, patreon.com slash RT Media. You become a patron at the Tuckheads level. You get to be a part of the private Slack channel, which is awesome. And then you get all the even money bets. Huge week for Steve and I again there. You also see my Friday picks, the press box, food grades, power rankings. You see it all in black and white on our private Slack channel, which is awesome. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, last night the 49ers won their seventh straight game, their seventh straight regular season game, I should say, over the Rams. Monday night football, the final, 24 to 9. Yes, the uh, the pick six at the end of the game was highly disappointing for those of you that were with me on the teaser on the Even Money podcast with the Rams, but such is life, I suppose. Um, listen, the story of the game was really the Niners' defense. I mean, the Rams couldn't hardly do anything. Stafford ended up having an okay yardage night, but that's just because they were trying to come from behind, and it was a lot of garbage time production what happened early in the game is Debo Samuel is an absolute beast and I mean the Niners offense was not great but Debo he really had the play of the night because it's funny both passes 
both the two biggest plays of the night were both like those wide receiver screens, and Debo's looked like it was going to be picked off. It wasn't, and then he ended up running it and taking it to the house. Meanwhile, the one to Cooper Cup from Stafford gets picked off by Talanoa Hufunga, who is unbelievable. I mean, this guy is a star Pro Bowl football player that has seemingly come out of nowhere. I didn't even know that much about him. Now, watching him this season, he is an absolute stud, difference-making player, and he really does remind me and everybody of Polamalu, who evidently is helping him and is his idol and his mentor. That makes a whole lot of sense. He sealed the game late with that pick six to clinch it for the Niners in a game they desperately had to win. I don't know what the deal is, but the Rams cannot win in San Francisco. In fact, the Rams really struggle against the Niners, period. Now, I know the Rams beat them in the NFC Championship game, and that's what matters. But, wow. I mean, it just feels like the Niners have the the, the Rams number. The Rams couldn't do anything. I mean, Stafford was sacked seven times. Seven times. And he's got a banged-up offensive line, and Coleman Shelton got hurt during the game, but still, seven sacks? And they couldn't run the ball either. Dre Greenlaw, the linebacker for the Niners, was everywhere. So, huge win for the Niners. And the Rams, I mean, the whole division's 2-2, two and two, and the Rams just clearly, now they can get it turned around, but they clearly don't appear to be nearly as good as they were last year. Um, maybe Odell will play later and maybe that will help. I, I, I don't know. But what I do know is that Allen Robinson has not really worked out for them so far. It's just, I don't know. I mean, it just hasn't really worked out for them so far. Um, you know what has worked out for me? This game time app. Like, this is so awesome. Right now, I'm looking at it while I'm doing the show. You can get tickets for the game I'm calling Sunday night. Bengals at Ravens. You can get tickets for it right now. The key, though, for the game time app is the last-minute tickets, right? You can see the view from your seat in the app, and checkout takes less than 30 seconds. There's a reason why this thing is so popular. There's a reason why Game Time's the fastest growing ticketing app that guarantees the lowest prices on tickets to all your favorite sports, concerts, and shows. All of them, lowest price, which is awesome. For me, like I'm already looking into Phillies playoff tickets because the Phillies are going to the playoffs for the first time in 11 years, which is amazing. So, Bang. Looking at it right now in the Game Time app. You guys need to download the Game Time app, create an account, redeem the code Ross. You get $20 off your first purchase, and the tickets are already crazy inexpensive. Again, that's Ross for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Download Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's time for the all-important power rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... Number 32 this week, the Houston Texans. 
Are they the only team that still hasn't won a game? I think they I think might so. be. I'm trying to think. Is there anybody else that hasn't won a game? I think it might just be them. I think everybody else has won at least one game. They just got handled at home by the Chargers. Lovey Smith says Davis Mills is going to stay the quarterback. I got to be honest with you. By the, the way that Davis Mills played at the end of the year last year and some of the additions – that the Texans made and getting Damian Pierce who had a good game Sunday. I, I thought the Texans would be better than this and they are. They're, they're the only winless team in the NFL. So uh, they have absolutely earned their spot at the bottom of the power rankings. Number 31, the Carolina Panthers. It's funny. All these teams down here for the most part are all sort of, getting questions about whether or not their quarterback is going to change. And I guess that's life in the NFL, right? If you are one of the two or three or four worst teams in the NFL, there is a decent chance that people are going to be wondering and asking whether or not you're going to be making a quarterback change. Matt Rule says no in Carolina, but that's primarily, I think, in part because Sam Darnold's not healthy or ready anyway. Let's begin a quarterback change. How about number 29, the Steelers? Did you just skip over the Bears at 30? I did skip over the Bears. Sorry, Bears fans. Number 30, the Bears. Yeah. I, I think we kind of can skip over them, right? Um, well, no, because we promised to talk about every team on Power Rankings Tuesday. And because I think Bears fans are probably curious as to what I think. What I think is... Um, it's going to get very real in Chicago if Justin Fields doesn't show improvement. On the one hand, he doesn't have a good offensive line or weapons. On the other hand, you, you can't play this bad. You, you can't be this bad. All right. Sorry, Bears fans. Now let's talk about Steelers at 29. So Mike Tomlin won't announce it yet, but there are reports out there that the Steelers are going to stick with Kenny Pickett, which they should. I mean, like, you don't go back to Trubisky now. You're you're one and three. Um, this this I would be surprised at this point if this isn't Mike Tomlin's first losing season. I don't think they're going to get to nine wins, man. I mean, unless Pickett starts to play really well. I, I don't envision them getting the nine wins. I really don't. 28, the Indianapolis Colts. They're a bad team. I mean, they, they are a bad football team. They just got smoked at home by the Titans in a game that, really, I, watching that game, I didn't think it was as close as the final score indicated. They're in a bad spot, man. Um, now, I think I saw, was it Naeem Hines? I saw some of his quotes saying, you know, we always have a new quarterback to get used to, makes it tougher. I guess. I mean, the one good thing with the 17-game season is one and three doesn't feel quite as bad. That extra game, you have another chance. And they are not in a very good division, which gives them a chance to still win that division. But they got to turn it around soon. Number 27, the Washington Commanders. They're in actually a good division. You know, Eagles are undefeated. 
Giants and Cowboys both three and one. And they're even talking about benching Carson Wentz already in Washington, which it's premature to do that. I think they're paying him a lot of money, but it's obviously not good in Washington either right now. Uh, There's a bunch of these teams that, you know, I, I guess I thought would be at least 500 teams like Commanders, Colts, Steelers, that they're certainly not playing like it. Number 26, the New York Jets. How about the New York Jets moving up from 31 to 26? They got their second win. They're not just moving up because they won the game. They're moving up because of how they won the game. They're moving up because of how Zach Wilson played in the, you know, in that game in the fourth quarter to bring them from behind. Really, really impressive. Now the question will be whether or not he can kind of sustain that performance and pick up where he left off this week. 25, the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders are an okay team. They finally got a win. They've been playing a bunch of close games. Josh Jacobs kind of carried them to that win. They're another team that feels like a 500 ball club, but what's happened is some of the teams that I guess I kind of thought would be bad aren't that bad. Um, And some of the teams I thought would be okay have been not as good, but the Jets aren't that bad. And we got two out of the next three teams coming up here, Bri, that are better than I thought they'd be. Uh, Number 24, the Seahawks. Um, They're one of them. I thought the Seahawks would really struggle this year without Russell Wilson uh, going with Geno Smith as a quarterback. I got to look, it's a small sample size, but I already have to give it up to Pete Carroll. Geno's been way better than I thought he would be. Uh, Pete Carroll deserves a lot of credit for seeing that and going with it and giving Geno this opportunity that he probably thought would never come. Geno's played very, very well. We'll see if it can sustain, but he's as big a reason as any that the Seahawks are here. Number 23, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I would say the Titans are probably about what I thought they would be. Now, they've gone out and they've won back-to-back games. So uh, that's a good sign for them. Moving forward, beat the Raiders in a close game. Looked more like the Titans were used to against the Colts. And, man, based on the last couple weeks, it feels like they're the class of the AFC South again and have a great chance to win that division again. Number 22, the Falcons. I think I'm a Falcons guy. I really am. You know what happened is with some of these teams, like the Seahawks and the Falcons, and look, Mariota has not been great, but it turned out that just because Mariota and Geno Smith hadn't started in a while didn't mean they couldn't play. They can play. They've done some good things. And in fact, I like where the Falcons are headed. Kyle Pitts last year, Drake London this year, um, you know, some of the young running backs they have. I think Arthur Smith is a really good coach. I might buy some stock in the Falcons at Symbol. Symbol lets you trade pro and college teams like stocks. You can even earn cash dividend payouts when your teams win. It is awesome. It's like the perfect blend of sports and the stock market. 
It offers a brand new way to invest in your favorite teams and profit off their success. It's really cool. If you look, if you're listening to this podcast or watching on YouTube, you obviously like football, whatever you like sports. It's really cool to be able to not only um, sort of get a stake in teams, but if you like the stock market too, if you like valuations, it's really awesome. It's basically the thrill of sports betting and combining it with the profitability of the stock market. Think about this. You can download the Symbol mobile app for iOS by searching S-I-M-B-U-L-L in the App Store and use promo code ROSS to receive a free team stock valued at up to $150 upon signing up. That's code ROSS to claim your free stock on the Symbol mobile app. Why would you not go there Symbol app, use $150, buy it on a team. Maybe maybe you agree with me. Maybe it's the Falcons. Maybe it's somebody else. I don't know, but use it. Number 21, the New England Patriots. Is it Bailey Zappy time again this week? We'll see how long Hoyer is out. But uh, the Patriots, I thought that was actually a pretty impressive performance by them. In Green Bay, you know, with their second and third string quarterbacks to go to overtime. That was that was an impressive performance. That was like a, uh, I guess, a good loss, if such a thing, if there is such a thing in the NFL. Number twenty, the Denver Broncos. They got brutal news yesterday. Absolutely brutal news. Javante Williams, their young stud, second year running back, he's out for the season, out for the season with a really bad knee injury. It wasn't just his ACL, it was his LCL, it was something else. I mean, he might not even be ready for the start of next year, if you can believe that. I should have mentioned this, by the way, when we were talking about the um, the Falcons, by the way, Cordero Patterson going on IR. So Cordero Patterson is out for at least the next four games, but he'll be back this year. Javante Williams will not. Number 19, Detroit Lions. And falling. You know, they've dropped two weeks in a row now. Kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt, I guess, because of their offense. It's incredible that they scored that many points without DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown. Like, incredible. All they needed was the defense to be decent. Just be decent defense. And the Lions could have gotten a win without their two best skill guys. Man, that would be maddening right now if I were a Lions fan. Just be average. Actually, just be below average. Just don't be the worst. Number 18, the Cardinals. I don't think they're very good. Uh, They played a bad Panthers team. You know, Kyler Murray finds a way to make a few plays. I do like James Conner, but I don't think the Cardinals are very good. I think they have the Eagles on Sunday. Good luck, Cardinals, because they're not playing very well. Maybe Kyler can run around and make some plays, but uh, they're not playing very well. I think the best thing they had going Sunday was probably their defense, what they did to Baker. Number 17, the L.A. Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. So – The good news is they got a win, which you'd expect against Houston. They got Eckler involved. But the bigger news is 
And we'll see if it continues. But Jamari Sawyer, their rookie six-round pick, played very well at left tackle, which, by the way, is what he played at Georgia. He's just shorter, so people didn't think he could play it in the NFL. If he can hold that position down, boy, that would be significant for that team. Number 16, the New Orleans Saints. So they've lost three in a row, which is obviously bad. I still think they're better, though, in a neutral site than a lot of these other teams. I mean, I just – I do. I, I, They were right there with the Vikings. They've got a bunch of good players. They're not getting the pass rush that they need to get. That's for sure. That's one thing that's really, really hurting them. They're fine. They're, they're like a 500 team. They're not as good as I thought they would be. And they're certainly not as good as the Saints thought they were going to be. Number 15, the San Francisco 49ers. The way you say that, I always think you're going to say like the San Francisco treat. The San treat. Francisco like, treat, yeah. Yeah, like, like Rice-A-Roni. You say it just like the commercial. Um, yeah, I mean, look, offensively, the Niners still need to figure things out. But that defense gives them a chance. I mean, that defense is playing nasty right now. They got guys at every end, Hufung on the back end, Greenlaw and Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. I mean, they, they've got a lot of really good players. D'Amico Ryans, their D coordinator, is impressive. If they can get the offense healthy and figure it out a little bit, Niners are going to be dangerous, mark my words, once they get to the postseason. Number 14, the Cleveland Browns. Boy, that was a bad loss for them, man. I mean, that was a really really bad loss for the Browns. You you cannot you, – and I know the Falcons are better than we thought, but that's that's the type of game that's going to come back to haunt them, and they're going to end up being about where we all thought they would be, I think, when Watson comes back. Although, I don't know, maybe they'll be a little bit – maybe they'll be 500, which is probably a little bit better than I thought they'd be. Number 13, the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals have won two in a row. They've got some momentum. Now they've got a huge game Sunday night. I'll be on the call for Westwood One down there in Baltimore. Big game. AFC North supremacy on the line. Bengals, Ravens, two teams that I think have legitimate Super Bowl aspirations. That should be a fun one. Number 12, the Giants. Now listen, I don't know that they're a great team. But at some point, when you consistently find ways to win football games, then you're just good. Even if the advanced metrics don't say it, even if the stats really aren't in your favor, whatever. At some point, if you consistently win games, then you're just a good football team. And that's kind of where I'm at with the Giants right now. I don't think I'm ready to say they're good, but I'm definitely ready to say they're not bad. Number 11, the Dallas Cowboys. Unbelievable for them to win three in a row without Dak Prescott. Three in a row. Now, there's some talk of him playing this week. Let me tell you what is not happening. Dak Prescott's not playing this week. They got to make sure that that thing is okay and healed, that he can grip a ball, that he can throw it, that he can – what happens if he bangs it? I mean, he's not playing this week. And I don't think he's going to play, I mean, maybe the week after that, maybe. But even then, if Cooper Rush keeps winning, 
You almost wonder how long they'll wait till Dak Prescott's super duper looper healthy. Number 10, Jacksonville Jaguars. I only dropped them one spot because they were so impressive in those back-to-back wins. And they were up 14-0 on the Eagles. Really ill-prepared for the weather was my big takeaway. Trevor Lawrence, it's like he never played a game in rain before. Really not, not good. But I still think – I still saw some good signs from the Jags, especially on defense. Foye Aluka must have had a million tackles in that game. Number nine, the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, man, three and one. Kind of what I expected from the Vikings this year, to be honest with you. I, I thought with Kevin O'Connell as their head coach, they'd be a little bit better offensively. Didn't think they could be any worse defensively. Getting Zadaria Smith really helped. And the Vikings have a legitimate chance to win that division and make some noise in the playoffs. Number eight, Green Bay Packers. You know, Aaron Rodgers said that this way of winning is not sustainable. And I think he's probably right. You know, going to overtime with Bailey Zappi, probably right. The best thing the Packers have going right now is probably it's nice that Bakhtiari was back and Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary's been awesome. And without Rashawn Gary, I don't even know what their record would be. Number seven, the L.A. Rams. I didn't drop them at all. Maybe I should have, but I guess I kind of feel like it's interesting. There's like a very clear top five to me. And then I feel like there's a drop off to this next group and that you could put this next group with the Rams, Packers, Vikings, like in any sort of order. That goes for the next team, too. Which is number six, the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, number six. So uh, they've already announced that Tua is out for this next game against the Jets, which I think is interesting that they've already announced that. I guess I'm a little bit curious about that. If he's in the concussion protocol, then there's a protocol. Then there's a process. And he would have the opportunity to clear the protocol by the time the game starts. So I I guess I'm a little bit confused as to why Tua was already ruled out. Just like I'm a little bit confused as to how some of you have not gotten Raycon wireless earbuds yet. If you ever see me pretty much anywhere on a plane, every time I work out, like if I'm in a hotel or whatever, I am rocking the Raycon earbuds. For me, I have some playlists I like to listen to. I'm not, I I like to listen to usually music when I'm working out. And Raycon earbuds, eight hours of playtime, 32 hour battery life. Biking season's over, so I can't go biking anymore down at the beach, but I still, I like to do outdoor walks. I might even do an outdoor walk tonight during my daughter's field hockey practice, and I will have Raycon earbuds in. Absolutely love the noise isolation, the earbud tap functions. Go to buyraycon.com today. Use code TUCKER15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TUCKER15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off buyraycon.com 
code Tucker 15. Number five, the Baltimore Ravens. So I feel like, Bri, there's clearly like five best teams in the NFL um, that I can see right now winning the Super Bowl, and the Ravens are one of them. They've blown two home leads because of their defense. I think they'll get that figured out, but I think the Ravens are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Number four, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As long as Tom Brady's your quarterback, you are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. The Bucs, uncharacteristically, their defense was awful Sunday night. I mean, give Mahomes and Andy Reid a lot of credit, but wow. You just usually think the Bucks' defense is a lot better than that. Number three, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. That was a ginormous win for them. Had to have it in Baltimore to keep pace with Kansas City and some of these other teams, the Dolphins atop the AFC standings. That was, you know, you would have rather won the Dolphins game because it was a division game, but the Bills had to win one of those two. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. I was very tempted to put them number one. Very tempted. That was an impressive performance against the Bucks Sunday night. However, I still remember what they looked like the week before against the Colts. Now, a lot of that was special teams, kind of a fluke game. Isn't the NFL wild, Bri, that my 28th-ranked team only has one win, and it's over my second-ranked team that only has one loss? Any given Sunday. Chiefs are obviously still the class of the AFC West, and let's face it, they're going to be right there, divisional round at worst in the playoffs. I'd be surprised if the divisional round is not Chiefs, Bills, Ravens. The question I have is like who that other team will be in the divisional round. Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is it's the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. It is cool, since I do their preseason games on TV, that the Eagles are this good. Listen, uh, Jay Feely said it during the broadcast on Sunday. They have a really, really good roster. They have a really, really good team. You know, no, we'll see. Injuries are a big thing. They've lost a couple guys yesterday, but uh, the Eagles have a very impressive organization right now, top to bottom, and look like a legit Super Bowl contender. Although usually these teams, you kind of have to walk before you run. Like usually a guy like Jalen Hurts doesn't just go and win the Super Bowl, you know, his first year making the play. Actually, they made the playoffs last year. So maybe they did walk last year. Usually it feels like there's more of like a, like this year they would get to the conference championship game. And then the next year they get to the Super Bowl. But maybe not. We'll see. They are rolling. We are rolling every week. On Tuesdays, we've got the Even Money podcast. Your boy was up six units, even though the Rams totally blew my teaser last night. Shout-outs to Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, BackOfficeScheduler.com, and the greatest gift you can ever give anyone for any reason trust me on this my front p 
rockpagestory.com. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.